This is a new state, I try to get right This is a new state, to get on track Yeah, that's life in football This is a new state, to live your life This is a new state, I try to get right This is a new state, to get on track Yeah, that's life in football It's life in football We are life in football Welcome to the Life and Football Podcast, baby. I'm your host, Mike Feet. And this your co-host, Colin Moore. You know we loving life and enjoying football. Top-notch coaches all around the world. Top, top-notch coaches all around the world. Today, we got a very special guest from the hometown. He represents straight out of Gadsden County, baby. Go by the name of Greg Taylor. And he was one of my coaches in high school. He was the wide receiver coach. And, hey, he did his thing in college, too. He played for Bethune-Cookman, them Wildcats, baby. And the thing was so special about it. He a man of God. He out there passing around the world right now. He's a pastor. Got his own church, and he's out here serving the community, honestly, like he always done. And he was one of the coaches who <laughs> he used to clown. I'm talking about, uh, uh, I'm talking about a real snapper, like you know how the people say crack. He can crack on you back in the day. And then he used to wear these red cleats, y'all. What so I run it? My teammate, who I do this podcast with, Colin Moore, he used to wear red cleats when I first met him. Now, when I say coach wear the red cleats, he used to wear them at practice. But without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and let Simo bring him on. How you doing, Mr. Taylor? Man, I'm doing excellent. How you doing? Good, good, good. All it's right. a blessing to have you on. It's a blessing to be here. Now, everybody can see that you represent the Wildcats. He ain't even have to say it. I'm going to always represent. <laughs> Loud in the fat, baby. Yes, Let's get it. So, like I was telling you before you walked in, I was in Daytona in March and went to the school, toured the facilities, loved it, and loved everything about it. So, and they were showing me around, telling me the spots where to eat at, and you got the beach and everything. Now, how did you end up going to Bethune when you came out of school? Well, you know, I'm right here in Tallahassee, over in Quincy, Florida. And actually, my heart was at Florida A&M. I wanted to go to FAMU, just like everybody around here. But for whatever reason, FAMU didn't want the best. So they set up for something else. So, you know, I, so I ended up getting recruited by Rick Stocksteer, who actually played football at Florida State. And he's played quarterback at Florida State. He was uh, Willie Simmons, the head coach at FAMU. Mm-hmm. He was Willie Simmons' uh, quarterback coach when Willie Simmons was at Clemson. But he ended up recruiting me at Bethune-Cookman. And uh, listen, when FAMU didn't get me, uh, Alabama State wanted me, uh, Tuskegee wanted me, Jackson State wanted me. But I said, no, no, FAMU didn't want me. I want to go to Bethune-Cookman. So I ended up down at Bethune-Cookman, and um, the rest is history. You see, I'm a wildcat from head to toe. Through and through. Through and through. Now, when you was there, for playing, balling, doing your thing. Mm-hmm. How did you actually do while you was there? Because I know every time you faced fam, you was ready to eat them. So I know I man, know you balled I in told, them games. I told fam you up, man. Beat them down. You hear me? We we actually, when I first got there, we had stopped playing Florida A&M. 
because Florida A&M, for whatever reason, thought that they should get more money in the Florida Classic mm -hmm. than Bethune-Cookman. They said they drew the most fans. Um, they felt that they made the most money, and they should take most of the gate. Mm -hmm. Well, without Bethune-Cookman, there wouldn't be a Classic. Exactly. So we told them, no, that, that couldn't be. So we actually stopped playing them for about three or four years. Mm -hmm. When I got to Bethune-Cookman, we actually started playing them back in 85. And that was actually the greatest moment, I think, of my football career because we actually we put it on those Rattlers. <laughs> yeah, we put it on those Rattlers. And uh, so when I, when I got Bethune-Cookman, I actually was last string wide receiver. Um, but it's not where you start. Mm -hmm. It's where you finish. Right. And in 88, I uh, was chosen as a free agent with the Cleveland Browns. And we're talking about Bethune-Cookman that has a school – of about, at that time, about 1,500 students. Right. So we were a very small school. Mm -hmm. And to be able to go to the NFL from my uh, small beginning here in Quincy, Florida, um, it was a great honor because my mother, she's a diehard Rattler. Mm -hmm. Now, she loves herself some Florida and them Rattlers. And she actually came to the Classic. Uh, she came to the Classic and saw us play in the Classic. And I dropped. My, in 88, I dropped the winning touchdown nah. at the Florida Classic. Man, listen, I don't drop passes. Right. I don't drop nothing. You understand yeah. me? And when I dropped that pass, man, I, I looked like the world came to an end. And I'll never forget on the way home that Sunday because I came back to Quincy. Mm -hmm. I heard Joe Bullitt on the radio. Mm -hmm. And Joe Bullitt said, man, we want to give it out to the Rattlers. Let's, let's go Rattlers. He said, but we want to give it out to one Wildcat that saved the day for the Rattlers. <laughs> and Joe Bullitt said, that's Greg Taylor. We want to give it up. <laughs> man, that joker made me so hot with him. Right. You know I mean? But, man, I enjoyed my stay at Bethune-Cookman. And uh, my going to Bethune-Cookman, I think, was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. It taught me to have a little more intimacy with, with, with people because we was a, we were a small campus right. and it was not as big as Florida and them so those were the greatest days of my life. Right, right, right. Now coach, I got I got to ask you. Now y'all heard me telling the stories about him coaching and the funny jokes he would say and the things he would do in practice. But honestly, he was a player's coach with what so to speak what you would say today. You know, he was genuine, he gave you laughter, and he was actually always about God. And I want to know, how did you get into coaching? Man, um, Rodell Thomas, who's the, who was our head coach at, at Shanks. You're talking about when we coached at Shanks High School. Rodell Thomas actually um, saw me um, working out with, with the guys, and he asked me would I consider coming out and coaching. Now, I've always wanted to to help kids and, and, and be inspirational in their life. And uh, when he asked me that, man, that was one of the biggest thrills of my life, to ask me to come out there and, 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 and coach with you all. And see, I thought I still could play even when I coach you all. So that's why I, I said, let me go out here, man. I'm going to show these guys how we can really do it. And I actually, I actually did. I went out there and beat some of those defensive backs, man, because I've always had a competitive spirit, you know. And so when Coach Thomas asked me to do that, man, I didn't hesitate. I jumped on it right then. And, man, I enjoyed every moment that I that I coached you all, especially coaching you, uh, 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 Mr. Figures. 
Uh, Joker could play some football. He can play some football. Yes, sir. Now, Coach, I got two more questions for you. Yes, sir. Now, I got to know, like, for us with you, how was it for you growing up and, you know, um, talk a little bit about your family? Well, growing up, I grew up in a single parent's home, like most black kids. Uh, father was not there. But my mother was a very strict mother, and she was one that she played that role of mother and father. And she's the reason that I played football. Like I told y'all, she loved FAMU. She wanted me to. That broke her heart when I didn't go to FAMU, and it broke her heart times two when I went to Bethune Cooper. So uh, when, when we were growing up, we would always go to the Florida A&M games, and we would go to all the games. But you all, I was never that kid that had that athletic ability. Uh, man, I was always the last string in high school. I, I, I was the last string wide receiver. And Coach Andy Gay, uh, legendary coach for Shanks High School, Coach Andy Gay actually took me under his wings. And Coach Gay helped me to learn how to play football because we play street football, you know, sandlot. We call it sandlot. Kids don't do that now. But we played sandlot, and we played all in the pavement, all in the middle of the road. Bro, you had to be tough to play some football back in the day. But we grew up, we were we were not a rich uh, a family. Uh, my family did not have much, but my mother worked four and five jobs just to make ends meet. And uh, she's the inspiration of my life. Uh, right now, I got a, I got a, uh, I have six kids and seven grandkids. And man, the reason I love my kids and grandkids like I do is because of the love that my mother exemplified in my life when I was growing up. Nah, that's a very passionate. And y'all hear, we, we hear a lot of these stories a lot of times. The the story behind the story. And it ain't it ain't really just about football. God bless us so much, man, with a lot of inspiration. A lot of times, we don't see it till later. But in the moments, man, he building you for a purpose. And I want to know... Um, for what well, I want you to um, give out how you started getting into preaching and tell the people where your church is located. Well, my church is located in Midway, Florida. It's 6 ML King Boulevard in Midway, Florida. Uh, man, listen, God was chasing me like I was chasing that football, bro. He was after me. And I, I would never, uh, I, I just would never answer the call because I thought I was unworthy. I, I, I said, man, I've done some hellish things in my life, so I, I don't deserve to be um, in a position of being a pastor. So I just would never answer the call, and, and I married my high school sweetheart. We met in kindergarten, uh, Michelle Bridges. I, I married her, and uh, that's, I think that's your cousin. Yeah, it is. That, that's <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I married her. And uh, I, I told her, I said, baby, I said, I think, I think God is calling me to preach. And she said, well, God calling you to preach, but he ain't calling me to preach because she didn't want to have nothing to do with that. But I knew God was calling me to do it. And um, shortly thereafter, I did my, my initial sermon over at First Elizabeth Missionary Baptist Church in Quincy, Florida. And my sermon title was, Here Comes the Judge. And, and, and man, the house was packed. I was nervous. I was about to pass out, 
I, I didn't know what I was going to do because, listen, I, I have done a lot of devilish things in my life. And so I knew it were going to be people there that were going to become that were going to come to judge. And, and, and that's what my my subject was based around. Here comes the judge. And I told them, I said, listen, I said, you all can't judge me because I've already been to court. I said, the Holy Spirit was my witness. Jesus Christ was my lawyer and God Almighty is my judge. Yes. And so here I am now. We, we, we have a church over in Midway, Florida. Um, we were blessed to build a 7,000 square foot church from the ground up. We're non-denominational. non-denominational and uh, we believe in God, man. And we believe that uh, Jesus is alive and well. Man, that's so inspirational and motivational. And I got to thank Coach for coming on. But before I let him go, I got to ask him, what's his Quincy top five? Now, what I'm saying is his top five player from the city of Quincy. So it could be actually Gaston County. And because um, we had a guy on him by the name of Tim Brown, and this brought a lot of controversy. Not nothing bad, but a lot of people had some questions about it. So I want to know what's your uh, Quincy top five, Gaston County top five. Well, well, Tim Brown, you know, he he used to announce the games. Mm-hmm. You got to have the one on that he used to announce of. I, I'm the one he used to announce about. Mm. I played the games. Okay. Tim Brown okay. up there just announced. <laughs> and, and and so he's a deacon at our church. Right. And I'm and I'm the pastor of the church. Right. So you so you got the man with the answers for real. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. And so so so. You said five. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not gonna give them in no order, but I give you, okay. I give you my five. Um, Rodell Thomas. Ooh. See, I'm going back. See y'all, you know, but Rodell Thomas, Super Bowl champ too. Yeah, what he Ro- played? Rodell Thomas. He played. He played linebacker. He played mm-hmm. tight end. He played for the uh, Miami Dolphins and he played for the Seahawks. Played at Alabama State. He played at Alabama State. That's where he went to school. That, and that that was the oh, coach that coached him. us. Um, also, you got uh, Ricky Smith. Ooh. That's another Alabama State. He played uh-huh. with Detroit Lions. He played cornerback. He played uh, kick return. He played punt returner. Fast. Very Leroy Smith. Uh, uncle. Right, right. Then you got um, Dexter Jackson. Uh, now, you, you didn't say, ooh, you should have said, no, ooh. No, you should have no, no. said, ooh. No, hold, on, hold, on, about- hold on, hold on. That's the that's the second person that brought his name up. Now, we're going to ask this a few more times. I want y'all to witness how many times his name going to come up. I promise you, it almost going to come up every time. That's why I ain't say nothing. But I'm going to get a Rick Flower. Yes, yes, it has to come up. We're talking about Super Bowl champ and Super Bowl MVP. Right. Man, I mean, you don't get no bigger than that. Then uh, John McNeely. Okay. Oh, hump. Hump. Uh, Quarterback. Everything. Oh, he, he, everything. He, second to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, he one of the greatest athletes i ever seen. I mean, he was a lefty. And he can do it like no other. So John might need it. And uh, last one. I'm going to say Cody Fag. Okay. 
Cody Fag, my teammate. I'm going to say Cody Fag. Yes, sir. And Cody Fag, wide receiver that I coached. Mm-hmm. And he reminded me he was a bigger version of me. Yeah. I could do everything Cody could do, but I was smaller. Um, Cody definitely would have went to the league if he wouldn't have gotten injured. Right, right. Uh, but Cody ended up getting injured. I think he tore his Achilles or something. Tore. But uh, At the combine, too. At the mm-hmm. combine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those are my five, man. Uh, hey, there's no controversy with my five. Now, that stuff that uh, that Tim Brown was calling. Yeah. Man, I want to run that. That's why I called you that day. Yeah. I told you I got to come on there and yeah, redeem yeah. him. <laughs> That's the view calling out. Now, I love, I love yeah, those yeah, guys. Yeah. Uh, Mar- Marvin McMillan, uh, God bless him. Right. But I played with Marvin. Now, Marvin was good. Yeah. But the top five? Hey. <laughs> Y'all he heard it. He can't get it. off in that five. Hey, you don't like Michael Jackson, but top yeah. five. Um, now the thing, I, you know what? It was so special because it's two of them names. I actually wasn't even thinking about both of them in a coachman, and they played at the school I played at Alabama State. And that's Rodell Tomer and Ricky Smith. Now y'all notice a few of the names pop back up: Dakota Fag, Dustin Jackson, Huh. These are guys. When you'll start to notice a trend that show they are really, really legendary in Gaston County, Quincy, Florida. And I got to give a shout-out to Coach again for coming on, Coach Greg Taylor. And I'm going to leave y'all how I always leave y'all. Keep your head up and not down, or else you'll fall to the ground. It's the Life of Football Podcast. Catch you next time. <laughs> This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football.